Who is truly keeping you from pursuing your dreams, desires, and beliefs? Hey, it's Lucas Grobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome back to Weaver and Loom Own the Future, episode 125. And this is the last episode in this studio of mine. It's been a great place that I've been able to sit and talk with you, moving to a new location over the next couple of weeks and uh, excited about that. Sad to say goodbye to this amazing space where so many thoughts, conversations have happened, so many podcast episodes connecting with you has all taken place from this amazing studio. And uh, I've been glad to be here, sad to leave, but excited for the new step, the new season ahead. But today, we're not talking about that. We're talking about who is really keeping you from your dreams, who's really stopping you from doing the desires of your heart. And I'm going to start off with a story. When I was three, when I was a young age, three, five, seven, I would see my dad every day put on a magnificent suit. He lived in Chicago at the time, so lots of weather, rain. He'd put on his trench coat. He'd get in the car. He'd go to the train. He'd get a train. He'd go into the city, and he was working for the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago. So, you know, walking downtown, going into his office. I remember one Christmas Eve. It's like tradition. Christmas Eve, you take your kid to work day. And I remember going to work one day with my dad and just the whole experience of the train and the office building and the suits. And I remember from that young age, I wanted so badly, I desired to wear a suit every day of my life. I would, some days I would just wake up and I had this little tiny three-piece suit that I would wear to church. And uh, I would just put on my suit, my little bow tie, because I loved, I loved watching my dad put on that suit every morning. And that's what I wanted to do when I grew up. I, when I grew up, I was like, I, I want to dress this way. I want to dress as a gentleman. You know, I, w- I want to put this on every day. But I always made excuses, even though I'm now well into adulthood, of why I couldn't wear a suit, why it just wasn't going to work for me. Always made excuses. Well, it's the weather. Where I live, it's so hot and, you know, that's not really conducive to wearing a suit. Well, where I live, it's so cold and rainy and snowing and, you know, that's not conducive to wearing a suit. Well, the job that I have right now, you know, it's smart casual. No one's really wearing suits. Well, the friends that I have, the the creative circle that I'm in, no one's wearing suits. They're all just kind of wearing, you know, hoodies and beanies and creative clothing, skinny jeans. Well, you know, the age that I'm at, I'm in my 20s when I was in my 20s. I'm in my 20s. You know, no one's, I don't really need to wear a suit. I'm still, I'm still young. Um, I don't need to wear a suit for my job, you know. So I was making excuse after excuse after excuse, blaming my circumstances, blaming society, blaming, you know, whoever I interacted with, my social group, my peer group, when really I was just self-censoring, right? It was it was really just a story that I was weaving in my head to say why this just wasn't possible. Well, it just won't work for me. I'm a special snowflake. It just won't work for me. 
But how often do we do that? How often do we self-censor based on our perceived social norms? Because a lot of those things that I just mentioned, they're not real. They're just perceived social norms of what I think other people will think about me when really no one is thinking about me. And even you, as you listen to this podcast, you're thinking of how does this relate to me? How does this relate to my life? No one's thinking about you. We're all thinking about ourselves to our own detriment at times. But we make these excuses, blaming others, society, culture, family of why we do or don't do things, why we dress a certain way or don't dress a certain way, why we have a certain job or don't, why we believe certain things, say certain things, vote in certain ways or don't based on our group think. Now, sometimes this is really good. Sometimes it is good to quote unquote self-censor or would I say use self-control and not just let your words be flippant, not let your life be flippant, not living without any sense of discipline, right? You don't want to be the person that's walking around being like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just being honest. I mean, how many times do you hear people say, I'm just being honest, and then they follow it up with an incredibly rude and hurtful thing? It's like, well, no, you're just being mean. So there's, there is an aspect of having self-control in our life, in, in biting our tongue, in being wise and thoughtful with our words, being wise and thoughtful with the the way that we architect our lives, not giving into every impulse, right? So that's not necessarily self-censoring. That's the opposite side, right? That's not self-censoring. That is called discipline and wisdom. But then there are other things, like for my instance, wanting to wear a nice suit every day and wanting to look excellent. If you know anything about me, if, you, if you've seen my studio, you know that I love to bring things to the nth degree of excellence in my life. And sometimes that's to my own detriment because I get hung up on the tiny details. But that's just who I am. And I want to dress that way. I want to live my life in that way. And I want that to be be, uh, manifested in all areas of my life. So that's a little different. And so if when I was in that place of self-sensory and saying, well, I'm not going to dress the way that I really want to and have wanted to my entire life based on what? Based on my surroundings, based on what I think is culturally appropriate or socially appropriate for whatever setting I'm in. And that just wasn't true. So over the last couple of months, I've been having conversations with a dear friend of mine. His name's Micah. Him and I had uh, some lengthy conversations on how should we dress? What uniform should we wear? Which direction do we go? And uh, after hours of conversation, um, tens of hours of reading and research and studying, I have finally landed and decided, you know what? even though I don't need to, even though I don't have a necessity to, even though the people that I'm hanging out with, my peer group, my social group, my work group, they're not putting on fancy suits every day. This is who I want to be. This is what I believe. This is what I want to pursue in my life. And so I'm going to do it. So I made that choice to switch and change my wardrobe, to switch and change my style and to stop censoring myself based on what I thought other people wanted me to say or do. Now, this doesn't happen just in such an external 
thing such as style. It happens in our speech. It happens in our belief. It happens in the way that we treat other people. We often act based on what we think and we self-censor and we control our own lives in a negative way. Now, when I dress like this or we change our beliefs or we change our actions or we change our habits, it is going to have a rippling effect. There will always be consequences. So if you're saying, well, that's easy for you to say, you don't know my family. Well, that's easy for you to say, you don't know, fill in the blank. You don't know my boss. You don't know my this. You don't know my, my, okay, I understand. We're all special snowflakes here, but we all will have consequences and that still isn't an excuse for you not living out, not pursuing, not chasing your dreams, your desires, the things that have been placed deep in your life saying like, you know what, just let me explore this. Let me try this. I may be wrong, but let me, let me try this for my own in this season of my life. So my question for you is where have you been self-censoring in a wrong way, in a in an unhealthy way? Where have you been making excuses for why you have not been pursuing your dreams, your desires, your goals, your beliefs? Where have you put those on a shelf saying, well, maybe that's for another season. Maybe that's for another decade. Maybe that's for another lifetime. That would be great, but, and we make all these excuses blaming all of our surrounding circumstances when really we could make those decisions and we can make those changes in our life. Now, again, I'm not talking about, you know, things that you should be having self-discipline in. Like I could go to an unhealthy place and be like, well, I've always wanted, you know, fill in, I've always wanted to have a three, a five course meal with every dinner eating out at fancy restaurants. And I could just throw discipline to the wind. I could throw boundary lines to the wind and constraint to the wind, limitations to the wind. And I could just go and eat out at five star restaurants every night, racking up huge amounts of debt on five course meals. So I'm not saying go and do whatever you want, live your best life now, do what makes you feel good. I'm not saying do what makes you feel good. What I am saying is where are the areas that you could easily be pursuing that would actually be helpful in your life, but you're not because you've made excuses based on social norms, based on the place that you live, the job that you have. So ask yourself that today. Thank you for listening to Own the Future, to Weaver and Loom. I'm so glad that you take time and you're spending it here with me. Um, excited about 2020, some great things coming up, planning a 2020 tour, hopefully to a city near you. So if you're listening to this and you want me to come to your city, um, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, you know where and how to find me. As always, I'm Lucas Grobot. You are a change maker. And this is where destiny is woven. <laughs>